simple part where have you gone it's getting harder don't tell me how I'm gonna let you in something something so if you have a minute why don't we go well I have returned from yet another wedding they never end This is my ninth wedding of the year, and I've decided that I'm no longer taking friends. We are done with the friendship taking. I'm only taking applicants, applications for new friends that are vehemently anti-wedding. Not to say that I didn't have an amazing time at the wedding. I did. I just don't want to go to any more of them at all. And here's the rub. They just invited me to go to to Gary's, the Golden Bachelor's wedding. mean, I celebrate his love, and I love who he chose. So I'll be about that, by the way. But um, another wedding? I don't have it in me. I don't have it in me. All right, let's call the brand eye. Time to call her up now. It is time. Answer the phone, Brandy. Hey. What's up? No, just put on some fucking makeup. Must be nice to be a guy and just like... Not have to do that. Well, guys can put on makeup. I mean, they can, but they don't. So I could say the exact same thing to you. No, it's different. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to. I do. It says who? Society. That's not true. What's her name? Pamela Anderson. Yeah, she just went out on the carpet without any makeup on. I know, but she's Pamela Anderson, and she can do that because she's fabulous. You know. Not for nothing, but. She kind of probably did need some makeup. You don't need anything. You are young and fresh and farm bodied. The farm bod, I'll take, but the rest of it, I'm getting up there. You, I mean, you know, because you're older than me. We're getting up there. We are. We are getting up yeah. there. But. <sighs> Freaking tragedy. I still look great, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I would not, I would never do that to you. Even if you did look like shit. Someone's got to keep you in check. (laughs) Why? Because. (laughs) Because I have self-confidence. And that's a rude thing to say to somebody. I Um, didn't even say anything. You said. "Mm," I didn't say it. I I made a sound. Let's say I said this. Here's some soup that I made for you. Do you like it? And you went. "Mm." That would be no. You don't like the suit. <laughs> but you don't know that for sure. Yes, I do. You're assuming. I'm. A, would I be wrong, though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, I would never I would never do that. Even if you did look like shit, I would never say, mm, you know why? Because I'm a gentleman. And you, uh-huh. my lady, are not a gentlewoman. That is a mean no. thing to do. And you're just trying to bring me down. Why are you trying to bring me asshole. down? Why are you trying to bring me down? Because I'm positive. I'm not. You're doing fine. I know, but that's mean no you don't think so no okay you know what one of these episodes you know what's mean you know what would be mean what but i'm not even, i don't really want to say it because then you're gonna think i'm serious and i'm absolutely not serious but what would be mean if i if i was like yeah uh i don't know you like gained weight you like look old maybe we should get some botox like that would be mean mm, yes they're both mean that's mean that is mean and i would never say that because you don't need to, that's not true i know <laughs> i know it's not true and if you get Botox, I'll kill you. Am I not allowed to do that? You shouldn't. Okay, then I won't. I don't think men, for the most part, I don't think that looks good on men. I do have lines of my forehead, but they kind of go away when I... But don't up. you think you would look weird if your forehead was like snatched to the gods? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't love that. But men do that because they I know. think they should. And then it's like... Yeah, I'm not really into it. I, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not really into any work being done on people. It, they never oh. do They never do very good job. What about me? Yeah, I mean, like, your face doesn't move, though. So, like... A little. Uh, I've got a little movement. I mean, a little bit. It's not really so much the Botox as in as it is, like, women get too much shit in their lips and, oh. and then they keep doing it and then they just mm-hmm. end up looking like a trout. So, there's, there's new... I mean, I saw this on TikTok. I don't know how true this is, but there uh, had there been new studies that it say that when you put filler in your face, like what we're told is when you put filler in, it lasts a year and then it 
dissolves. Yeah. The way they put it, you know, and then you ask why you have to redo it is because it dissolves. They're now saying it doesn't dissolve, that it just migrates somewhere else in your body. And that eventually you're just going to be full of all this filler and it's not good for you. I look at a lot of celebrities that are doing shit and I'm like, you were hotter beforehand. I don't understand what we're doing here. This, yeah. this looks like this. So, okay, you know Sarah Jessica Parker, Obby. Yeah. You know, she's done, like, nothing. Yeah. She, um, I just saw recently she was, like, out to lunch or something, and paparazzi took her photo, and everyone was, like, trashing her Mm -hmm. for looking her age, and she kind of came back and was like, but this is what I look like. Yeah. You know, like, so what do you think about that? Would you prefer, like, if it was Sarah Sarah at her age, would you prefer that, like, all natural? Yes. Really? Okay. I would. I do not, I'm not, I'm not a believer in uh, a lot of work done. I think you end up looking worse. Like there are some things. What about little work? It's a slippery slope, I think. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're handing the reins over to a being that already has deep amounts of body dysmorphia. All women, they don't see what they really look like. They see whatever. And then, and then you're allowing them to go make decisions with a doctor and a scalpel Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and that's what's scary is they're like, uh, they could be bigger though. Like the lips, my lips could be fuller. And anyone else would be like, what are you fucking talking about? Like they're huge. Like I, I feel like you, you're not even seeing it the way we're seeing it. You know? Mm-hmm. That's true. But uh, I do know people like some of my mom's friends yeah, who are a little older than her, probably. She's like one of the younger ones, I think of her friend group. So let's just say like 60 yeah, that have had like a facelift recently or like a little bit of work done and they look really fucking great. Yeah, I think I'm okay with facelifts. Here's my thing. Facelifts have been around for a long time, so I feel like doctors have been able to, like, kind of hone in on, like, the best way to do it and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, the first ones in, like, the early 90s where it just looked like they were just like this, that was fucking scary, right? Right, But they've gotten better at it. I don't know if I think everyone's gotten really good with the filler thing yet. Not sure if I... You know, everyone that I look at, uh, I think a lot of celebrities now, I'm like, you look like Janice from the Muppets, you know, the the bass player from the Muppet band. And it's just scary. I think the crazy thing is like some women like to look fake. Oh, interesting. Like my mom feels this way, not to like the extreme of her, she has her lips done, but like I always tell her that I hate her hair extensions Mm because she gets them so long that they, her hair looks fake to me. And she's like, ah, that's what I love. Yeah. Like she likes that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, that is very interesting. She also, I know. she also came up during like the Jenny McCarthy, Carmen Electra mm-hmm. time when like everyone kind of looked fucking not real, yeah. and so like uh-huh. her envisionment of beauty is these Baywatch yeah. babes. Yeah, totally. Oh, totally. She was like totally, to- total Pam girly. But I have some friends too that get their lips done, and they're like, yeah, I, I want them to look fake. Like I'm paying for them. I want, I want you to notice, kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. What do you think the psychology is behind it? Do you think that it's like, this is what guys want because guys want luscious lips giving them BGs? I don't think it's as much about guys as it is like, you know, you hear, you hear women say all the time now, like women dress for women. Of course. Men have no taste in fashion. Like you kind of, it's really not about that. I really think it's about like just trying to keep up with the beauty standards of other women. That's yeah. what I think. I don't know. Oddly. Anyways, you hurt my feelings when I said I look great. And you went, uh-huh. it's like, oh, okay, great. Well, you look fine. Fine. Must be nice to just sit over there fine. and not have to do anything. You didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to get dressed up for this show. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I know you went and did your makeup though. I had to do a little makeup. Because, I had to do a little makeup. because we're now on YouTube. So please, everyone, go subscribe. And watch all these videos on YouTube. All right. I've been told by producers to tell you guys Mm. that we need more views on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to quit doing it. Yeah, exactly. We really are. (laughs) Because this whole thing was because Podcast Nation was like, you got to do YouTube because it's important. People want it. And if if you guys aren't going to, and we're not trying to blackmail you into doing it, but like, I'd like to start the show somewhat on time. And if we're having to wait for Brandy to get like, you know, the whole face done. Yeah. It really only takes me 15 minutes, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I, I, but it is, I would like to say it would be much easier to not put makeup on to do the podcast. I know. You guys just let us know. Let us know. If you want to see us on the, on the tube. Speaking of giving the YFTers what they want. Yeah, give it to them. 
we got a lot of traction on mm. inviting the Mormons to I know. the pod. So what we got to do is we got to figure out which one we're going to invite. Yeah. Because here's there the was thing. one standout for me. I sent you a screenshot. Did yeah. You I saw a lot of them, but like it was a lot of them was like, I was just a practicing Mormon and now I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want one that's there like... There were some that still are. I, w- I want one that's like still is, like still believes, like still wants to convert me and like, have you heard the good news and shit? Okay, but so the standout one for me mm-hmm. was, I think her name's Megan. And she said that I was Mormon up until 10 years ago. My husband and I met at BYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, we have since left the Mormon church, but we were in it. I feel like she, I would like to hear from her. I know, but I want to be, the whole thing Can we have a, both? Can we have her? Fine. And then can we have somebody that is a practicing Mormon? I, I wonder if a practicing Mormon is listening to us because I, if I was a practicing I Mormon, I'd be are. like, hey, I hate this There podcast. were several. There were? Yeah. Okay. I went on a deep dive. I read every comment the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. I love the Mormons so much. Gotta, gotta love them. Apparently they're keeping us in business. Yeah. I think a lot of people like to talk to hear about it. I mean, look, we were the first ones to break the soaking thing. That went, turned into a whole thing. <laughs> and then jury duty took it and ran with it, you know? I know. Jury duty stole my, our bit. They did. Okay. Should we show the show? Yeah. Okay. Is it me or you? I think it's me. Go for it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. And Mean Brandy. Yeah. Mean Girl. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Can I sit here with you? Do I even go here? You can't sit with us. Wait, where's your bell? We got one prop in the show. You li- and the, it was the is it the special bell that I got you? The special bell. Oh, it's sitting over on the shelf. You know, I just moved my office, so everything's yeah. in disarray. Is it? So I have the I have the shitty bell here. Uh, the nice bell is over on the nice shelf. Should I get it? Yeah, and you should put it out where the people can see it. Oh, okay. Well, come on, we're on the we're on the tube now. Making me get up. We're on the <laughs> making you get up. Look at that bell. I got you that bell. I know. Great Christmas gift. I also got you the other bell that you make fun of, which is the one that I use. It just doesn't sound good. You know what I mean? Sounds like mine. This one is way better pitch. Yours is better. I should get one of those. I wonder how much that was. It's probably thousands of dollars. Surely not much. Thousands and thousands of dollars because I Doubt it. am a good friend. Well, it's official. Bachelor in Paradise is now over. <sighs> Thank goodness. Yeah, it was, a, it was a long run. It was a long run. Long run. And this was a long episode. It was. It's because last episode was only like 40 minutes because of Golden Bachelor. Which I watched the finale of Golden Bachelor. I haven't watched it yet because we were at a wedding. It's good. Very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for sure he was going to pick Leslie. Leslie also thought she was going to pick. Well, he kind of told her, right? I know. He said, I think you're the one. I know. He's like, you're my girl. So here's what I find fascinating about the whole Golden Bachelor thing. Now that I've watched all of it and I've seen the end, this is what my biggest takeaway. It just proves that no matter how old you get, no matter how wise you are, Mm -hmm. men still just think with their dick and they still just say the dumbest shit and tell multiple people they love them and lead women on and don't know what they want until they do. Like, ain't nothing's changed. I don't think that's fair. Uh, I do. I feel like he he kind of did the exact same thing we've seen so many bachelors do in the past. Where we've also seen bachelorettes do that too. Yeah, we have. 
I don't know if I think it's just a men thing. I think it's but more of, an, of a thing that happens in The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. There are many more women versus men that like end up with their first impression and yeah. kind of knew since day one, like who they wanted. I do feel like like women tend to know faster. Yeah, maybe so. For the most part. I mean, I think that Gary said like all the right things. Yeah, but he told three women he loved them. I know. Remember when Ben Higgins did that yeah. and it was the biggest deal in the world and now it's just kind of the norm? Yeah, well, here's the thing, though. Like, Ben is considered to be the best Bachelor that we've ever had, so I think that's, like, the th good thing to do, no? You do? I do think Ben was the best Bachelor we've had. I don't think it's right to tell multiple people you love them. Yeah, I know. I would never get over that. If I was on that show and... He picked me, but had also told two people that they loved that he loved them. I would I would not feel good about that. Yeah, which by the way, I've been invited to Gary's wedding. Oh, how lovely! I just don't Are know. you going? I don't know. I just I just oh, came back. I just I just got back from a wedding. Okay, you gotta go. I know, but it's just I can't do any more weddings. This is insane. Well, you gotta. Even in this Bachelor in Paris episode, I go to a wedding. Which, by the way, they I cut think me. That's your life now. Maybe you could make a whole career out of Rev Wells. You know. Well, that's what we were saying. It's just like a new great side side project. But like, it really is. Yeah, got to say real quick about the wedding I just went to. We went to uh, Vanessa Hudgens and Cole Tucker's wedding. Oh, how was that? It's beautiful. Oh. Really, really beautiful. It was the one of the craziest, coolest venues I've ever been to in my entire life. It looked like. Really. Yeah, it looked like something out of like Avatar meets like Star Wars. Absolutely insane, beautiful place. I've never ever been to a wedding quite like it, and it was so fun. And I love them. I'm playing golf with uh, with Cole tomorrow. So, anyways, did they not go on a honeymoon? I think kind of the same same thing that we had to deal with, which is like they're coming home, they got to do some work, and then they're gonna go. Got it. Okay, Bachelor in Paradise, season nine in the books. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Okay. It starts out with Jess and Mercedes being sad boys. Yeah. They go build a sad castle, mm -hmm. which is an allegory for their love lives. It's something that can be built up, but so easily knocked down. Washes away, yeah. Yeah. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the love lives of Jess and Mercedes. Jess misses Blake, complimenting her. <laughs> well, it is it's nice to be liked. I know. You know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this, like the show started with me not with being anti-complimented. Right, right. <laughs> you know? The things that she misses, she's like, I just miss him liking my, my outfits. outfits. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm here for that. Yeah, at least she's being honest about it, I yeah. suppose. Good on Blake for complimenting her outfits. Yeah, he's a big boy. He's an adult. Thanks for caring. But that's not, that's not the last we're going to see you, Blake, and that's going to well, get weird. Um, Super weird. But then here's the thing. So they're sad girls. They're building a sandcastle. And then the boys yell down and say, you guys look so hot. Like, it's so beautiful. There's a part of me that's like, what do you ladies want? You didn't find it with Blake. Or you didn't find it with Tyler. And then you have these two guys who are, like, all about it, like, just, like, looking in awe at you. And they're like, ah, <laughs> no, it's not what I want. Well, sometimes when you're just that heartbroken... Yeah. You know, you can't even be open to that. So I think that's the case, especially for Mercedes. I think she's pretty crushed about the Tyler thing and just the way it all played out. Yeah, I get that. I feel like I feel like she burned that bridge before it needed to be burnt. Like I feel like Tyler mm. just like wasn't sure of exactly where he was at the time, but that didn't mean he was like completely out of it. Yeah, but you want somebody that's completely in. I get it. Tyler had one foot in, one foot out. That's not a good feeling. Maybe so. But the, every this whole this whole episode I was watching, I was just thinking of this. What a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever makes me happy sets you free. That was Jess right there, just being like, Blake knows what a girl wants, and that's to compliment my two-piece bathing suit. Yeah. Whatever does it, I guess. It's like kind of the morning before shit's about to go down, and I'm not sure if like the cast realizes that we are kind of at the end of this whole thing. But Aaron and John Henry talk about how good they got it, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, Kat and John Henry get a date. Here's the thing. I do think that Kat's character arc has been really, really interesting and wonderful this season. Because if you made Kat go get on a paddleboard in the beginning of the season, there is no way in hell she would have gotten on that thing. Definitely not without some, some protests. Yeah. 
And the bugs, the water, the waves. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, uh, gross. And look, it just shows you like what love can do to somebody. They can make them get on a paddleboard. And then he even like tackled her in the water. And I was like, wow, she's not, I can't wait for her to like cork up here and be like, what the fuck? And yeah, she did. She got her hair wet. Big I deal. know. I don't know. Like, I think the thing that I, that I realized during that date was like one, they're really cute. And I think they're a lot further along than I think we all thought they were mm-hmm. from that date. That's true. And then of course, Aaron and Eliza get a date car, which is nice. And I, I, I do feel like this is kind of a newer thing that we've been, we've been doing on the show which is kind of nice, which is like kind of at the end giving couples who really probably deserve date cards a nice mm-hmm. little outing instead of like bringing some random person in and like them going on some like weird date that like doesn't go anywhere. Right, I agree. So Kylie really wants to be engaged is what I'm learning here. And I understand that that's kind of like the mission statement of this show is like get to a place to get engaged. But it's not really kind of everything. No. There are a lot of people that just leave as a couple. Yeah. There's some that don't even leave as a couple but end up getting married and have kids, Becca and Thomas, yeah. you know? Totally, yeah. Aaron and Eliza go on this like cool meditation date, which by the way, I want to go do. Like that looks like really fun. Yeah, I want like a bruja, like pouring water over stones and like praying over us and stuff. I think that was really cool. Here's something that's very interesting to me. During this day, he is like, I'm falling in love with you. And I think that she kind of says it back. Also, he says, like, I'm ready to get down on one knee. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. You're missing a huge step here, I feel like. If you're saying you're ready to get down on one knee, then you need to already be in, like, I'm, I love you. I love you, yeah. It's really, really weird that, like, they're talking. It's almost like they're talking out of turn, right? Do you, like, is there any chance at all they said it and didn't air it? I don't think so. I think they waited until overnights. Oh. There was a lot of things that I was like really blown away by, which is like things that would never work out in the real world. Right. And one of those things is Kylie being like, Avon, you need to get engaged to me. Women don't really do that unless like the engagement's like seven years long and it's like, hey, shit, get off the pot now. Like relationship. Yeah. You know, but we do see this a lot in within The Bachelor. I guess. And I always, I can't remember who it was, but I remember there was a season where the girl really wanted, maybe I'm thinking of, maybe I'm thinking of Rachel on her and Gabby's season. I can't remember, but I just know like for a lot of the women that go on the show, like they're very upset if engagement isn't happening at the end. And I always am, I'm like, a, you know, I'm constantly saying like, I just don't get why you're willing to throw away a great connection and a great relationship just because someone's not ready to get engaged. I yeah. just don't get that. It's confusing. There are a couple of things in this episode that were confusing to me. You know, Kat comes back from like kind of this wonderful date, and I think that she's in her mind like, I'm very excited. I want to talk to somebody. I want to go talk to my friend. So she goes and finds Jess, and Jess is like, I don't want to talk to you. Did you notice that? Yeah. Are you mad at Kat? Did Tanner tell you something about Kat that makes you realize that she's not your friend, or you just don't want to talk to her because like you're really sad? I think it's probably that. Yeah. I think it's more that, you know, that she's, I mean, Jess is like in the lowest spot we've seen her all season. Yeah. Sure. Poor baby Jess. So finally, you know, Jess and Tanner, they have the talk and she wants to leave, I guess. Yeah. She, she just kept saying, like, I just want to be at home. I still think like the subcontext was like, I, I miss Blake. Yeah. And even Tanner said that in some of the interviews. He's like, I think that she's still into that guy, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for Tanner. I feel like... Mm, I don't. No? He's fine. Okay. Nah. He hopped around home. He hopped around there in the beginning and kind of, you know, well, he to be. Yeah, I, I wonder what really happened with him and Davia, because I was, like, rooting for that one. I know, but it, like, never even started, which was so strange. Very you know? weird. Like, I just got the vibe from Tanner throughout the season that he only wanted to get in knee deep with everybody, you know? Oh, you so didn't want like, to go well, all the way. If you're going to do that, then it's you're going to come to the end and you're not going to be in a strong relationship with anybody if you're only, like, willing to go that far, you know? Yeah. Like, emotionally. Speaking of going as far as you possibly can emotionally, Kylie just straight up just asks, why aren't we getting engaged? What's going on? And she says something like, she's like, I don't know how we can come to an agreement on this. Do you mean what needs to happen for you to get your way? Which is, Mm. like, is the only way through this thing you getting engaged at the end of this thing? Because that to me is very, very odd. And it's like, he should have told me from the beginning. Well, hold on. Like, 
he didn't know how he was going to feel at the end. But obviously he's like, I'm just, I don't think I'm ready for like, we, I'm not sure. I'll tell you why I'm kind of on Avon's team here. Blake leaves and Kylie ch chases after him. If I'm about to get engaged to somebody, I'm like, why are you chasing after this guy? What's going on here? I'm really very, very confused. I'm not sure if maybe I should be getting down on one knee. Call me crazy. And I know that they were friends or whatnot, but it just screamed like something else to me. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he never says that, but I, I'm sure that's probably in the back of his mind somewhere. Yeah. And I think that's fair. I think for me, I'm also a little team maven here because the thing is, like, this, it is insane to get engaged this fast, no matter if you're on The Bachelor or not. Like, yeah. it's just, that's very fast. And I think because of the circumstances of the show and, and you being in a bubble the whole time you're there, it is completely within reason for him to want to see how they are in the real world before they make that kind of decision, you yeah. know? And for her, it's like, well, if you're not ready to get engaged, you're not sure about me. And it's like, but how can you expect someone to be sure in a, like a make-believe world? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I think people should live together before they even get engaged. Like, I think it's yeah. fucking crazy to get married without having done that first, you know? Yeah. And not only have you not lived together, you haven't even like been in someone's real life at all. They haven't even had sex yet. I don't remember anyone going to the boom boom room. Oh yeah. The boom boom room wasn't a thing this season. No, it's the the last two seasons. What? No one's used it, and it's like, and I've been at the bar, and like I, this is not like me trying to like stir up shit or like create TV. I'm just always like, this is crazy to me. If I was gonna get engaged to somebody, uh, yeah, you best believe we're having sex first, just so I know. <laughs> Definitely, you know. Also, air conditioning, you know. Exactly. Do mutual masturbation and get to sleep in a nice cool room. What do we do? What do we yeah. do here? I know. And then Mari and Kenny come, which is very cute. And they announce that they're having their wedding at on the show. Did you know, did you have an inkling that it was going to be some past cast members and not like someone who's on the show I, now? I mean, yeah, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. We can't trick the nation anymore. Not on season nine. It's hard yeah. to do that. I don't you know. know. Yeah. We know last year we almost did it. Brandon and Serene. Oh. There was a world in which we were just going to have a wedding. And... Mm -hmm. Like Jesse did, like overnight, got uh, his brev, what rev, his brev, his brev, his brev, well stuff. <laughs> so we knew that was kind of happening. Man, what a twist that that relationship didn't work out. I know, I can't believe it. So crazy. And I don't really know what happened. I heard like someone cheated. There's some infidelity. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But sad. Yeah, they were so cute. Mari and Kenny wedding. And then guess who shows up? Who? Blake Moynes. One of Kenny's good friends. Are they good friends? I don't even know. I feel like it was just an excuse to bring Blake back. So why do we think we brought Blake back? I don't think it had anything to do with Jess and everything to do with Kylie. Thank you. Jess wasn't even there anymore. She had left. Yeah. So it's of course it's not for Jess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe it is for Kenny and Mari. And, you know, we have, you know, we wanted some some big names at the wedding, maybe. No. So, so that's my thing. We have the rave. They have this long talk. Her hands are like on his legs. Uh. And he's like, hey, you got to go do what you got to do. You got to go all in, you know. He seemed in that conversation to me, he seemed to be thinking exactly what you and I are like. What's going on here? Mercedes says it when Blake comes in. She's like, ooh, Kylie's going to be really excited. And it's like, wait, what are we talking about here? Because you have this woman who's very, very upset that the guy is not really sure if he wants to get engaged. But also she's very excited that another man has shown up. Like, Yeah, it's weird. It's screaming red flags to me. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy? No, no, not at all. Okay. Am I crazy? I mean, sometimes I think I'm taking crazy pills here. Um, yeah, no, I am with you. Yeah. Anyways, so we have the rave, which is really upsetting because I, I hosted the entire thing. I gave this amazing toast to Kenny and Mari, and they fucking cut it. And ABC, you'll be hearing from my people. I, there's There wasn't really a whole lot that went down other than, like, what I thought was interesting was the Kylie pulling Blake. And, of course, it was, like, while Avon's talking to Kenny and Mari, like, get some advice to, like, get engaged. Mm. And that's such another funny thing too. Like if I was considering getting engaged to somebody and 
I'm asking alumni who have already like been through everything and whatever, what do you think I should do? You know, Kenny Amar, you guys, we want, I want what you have. And at the same time, split, split screen cut to the girl I'm thinking about getting engaged to talking to another man on a day bed. Mm-hmm. I would be like, what are we, what am I doing here? See, this is why we need an after show. I agree. And it's I, crazy to me that they didn't have one because so much can change when you watch the show back and you see so much you didn't know before. Blake went on Chicks in the Office and they asked him the question, like, what was going on? And he gave some kind of vague answer. I just did like that <laughs> emoji that's like, hmm. And because I don't know what went down, but I am very, very confused by all of it. Next day, breakup day. Gotta love it. I think one of the, my favorite things about what happened on breakup day was that Mercedes decided to break up with Jordan before it was deemed breakup day. <laughs> well, also, like, can you even call it breaking up? They weren't really together. Yeah, I know. So she breaks up with Jordan. Let's be honest, she's still in the Tyler. I just don't even know that it's as much about Tyler himself. Like, I know she liked him. Yeah. But I think it's just the overall feeling of this just didn't go. And it, none of this just went the way she planned or wanted it to, you know? And she's just crushed in general, I think. I feel like it was more of like, this isn't what I had. Yeah. She should have stuck with Will, you know? I kind of agree with that. I liked Will. I mean, he cried a lot, which not great, but yeah, I really liked him and her. So Mercedes breaks up with Jordan before Jesse has the time to pull everyone and be like, okay, it's time to shit or get off the pot. Everyone that's not going to uh, get engaged, go dump each other, uh, you idiots. And then uh, everyone that's going to get uh, together, you know, we'll fucking we'll figure out fantasy suites. So then Kylie gives the ultimatum, I feel like, to Avon. He's like, hold on. If we leave together, are you not going to be happy? Listen, I'm falling for you, all this stuff. And they leave together, but it's the saddest ride out of paradise together I've ever seen. Like, if I were Avon, I would not feel good about that. If I were Avon, I'd be like, I dodged a bullet here, you know? like well, I, yeah. Also, you can't bully someone in. To, to getting engaged like well and i just don't know why you would want to like, yeah i don't i don't want to beg anybody to want to be with me like it's not that's you don't want no one wants that yeah it's a bad look it's, it's just weird it's just weird i don't know she said something i think to mercedes she's like it's giving thirsty it's not giving it it's it is it that's a very 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 weird thing to do to somebody to be like you have to get engaged to me yeah i was like no i don't I have to do anything I choose to spend the rest of my life with you. Anyways, that whole thing just like really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, I can tell. Did it not for you? Like, I just felt like it was just like the whole thing was nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it was. Like I said, though, I just feel like I've seen this before on different, uh, you know, variations of the show where like it gets down to the end and the woman's like, I want a ring. And if you don't give me a ring, then I'm done. Like, I just feel like, and no one's maybe been this cut and dry about it as Kylie and but like verbally saying like, you know, but I, but I feel like they have, I don't know. I just feel like it's nothing new and some women just want that and they're willing to risk losing somebody if they don't get it. And that's what Kylie's doing. Yeah. I think this is like a cautionary tale to kind of anyone though. Like, I don't think you should ever demand that of your partner. One caveat, if your partner knows you want to be married at some point and you're like five years down the road and you're getting older, I think then you're allowed to be like, Hey, is this going to happen or not? Because if it's not, then I think I'm going to probably go find someone that wants to do it. That that I think is fair. But if you're like a couple years, maybe a year, year and a half in and being like, you need to do this. Well, that, I don't know. I don't know if I love that. I don't like it either. You should want to be engaged to someone who wants to spend the rest of their life with you. And that's all that they want, you know? Yeah. Anyways, call me old fashioned. Call me a romantic. And then you have Olivia and Michael, which was an interesting one. I know. I feel like there were things... That conversation, like, to me, it felt like we were missing something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Olivia is still all in on Michael, and she tells him that. Like, it's kind of like mm-hmm. one of the first times she really, like, kind of lets herself be vulnerable on the show. Mm-hmm. She's been angry a lot on the show, but not really vulnerable with people. And then Michael's just like, hey, listen, I'm a realist. That's what he says. And thinks that they're, in, you know, in two different parts of the world. Maybe they, I don't even know where they all lived, but like, I, I get that. And, he, and, and the relationship isn't ready for leaving together or fantasy suites, which I, I guess I agree with the fantasy suites part of it. 
But I'm not sure if I agree with the leading part of it. You can be like, well, yeah, let's get out of here and let's see yeah. what happens, you know? I know. It makes you wonder, like, were you just you kind of using her to be here and have a good time? Or, like, what's the tea, you know? Yeah. It was kind of the first time I really felt for Olivia this season. Because a, a lot of it is she is abrasive. I, I like her a lot, and, and she makes amazing TV, but she is kind of abrasive, and so I can understand some of, like, the beef she have with other people, and, like, she said a lot of things that probably you shouldn't say, but this is the first time where, I, where she she gets up, and she's not even mad anymore. I think she's, like, so beaten down, and I'm, I really, really, my heart hurt for her that time. I know. Yeah, I agree. So then we go to Fantasy Suites. You know, you've got Aaron and Eliza, and you've got... John Henry and Kat, and they go and they do their thing, and I'm sure they do sexy time for the first time ever, which I think is bonkers, by the way. And then it's time to get engaged. And I think I knew, I don't think I knew, I knew Aaron and Eliza were going to get engaged, mm -hmm. but I did not think that John Henry and Kat were. I thought for sure John Henry would follow his gut. And yeah. Honestly, I mean, I know it says they're doing great, but... I know, that's the thing. Your gut normally does lie. I don't know. Funny how he says it. He's like, normally I follow my gut and it's always right. Yeah, but this time I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Your John Henry accent kills me. It's like not at all. Not even close. I don't, not even close. I don't think he's even from the South. I think he's from like Arizona. No, really? I don't know. I don't know where uh, he's from, but his name is John Southern. Henry. His name is John Henry, so he no, has to he sound like Southern. that. Um, no, I, and I, listen, I appreciate that sentiment of him. Like I, the idea of, I, like, I love that. Very poetic. I always go with my gum, go always go with my head over my heart. This time I'm going to follow my heart. Okay. 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 But don't, not this time. Like, I don't know. I was like, mm, maybe not this time. Maybe save following your heart for like when you're in the real world. And like, I don't know. I just, I was scared for him. I'm still a little scared for him, but I do think, I think he and Kat have a deeper relationship than even they were kind of expecting. Maybe not him so much, but like, I think Kat in the very beginning just thought he was hot and just needed to move some something to move on from Tanner. And like, he was just the, like the thing that was the, the, there and he's a very cute guy and everything. And it was the challenge of like, I'm going to take him from Olivia. And I feel like she's probably like probably like surprised herself at how much she likes him and how great he actually is See, that's kind of the vibe that i get is like oh shit like i actually really like this guy like who would have thought like the two of them would have enough in common to make something work you know but it is cute listen i i actually really like cat she is high maintenance though she is the epitome of high maintenance and he is the chillest like w water off a duck's back kind of a guy and that's why it works because she's like freaking out and he's like man it's cool whatever yeah. i'm just chilling man i'm having a good you know, time it's really not even the high maintenance that to me would be a red flag it's it's the lack of self-awareness in a lot of the things that she was involved in throughout the season yeah that would that to me and he seems for the most part much more like emotionally self-aware and stuff. I don't know. That would be my only concern for the two of them. Well, I do think that Kat's going to learn a lot from watching it back this season. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they both get engaged. It was both really cute, and I'm happy for both of them because we're not doing an after show. They did like uh, like where are they now thing. It's so weird. I didn't like it at all. I didn't either. Um, I need more than just that. You yeah. know? I the, the, need more. I think it's... I need more... Some of them were funny. Sean's mother says he's very mature. You LOL. know, like, that's funny, you know? I, I wish that, it, I don't even know, I think they, did they do a, like, Sam has totally normal bowel movements now? Like, I don't even know if they did that. They should have. I think so. I don't remember, though. Then they dropped the bomb of, like, it's not looking good for Aaron and Eliza. And you're like, I wait, know. hold on. This is, we've been, we've been working towards this this entire time. I know, and they were the ones I was more sure about. You I know. know. It's so, so interesting. Yeah. I need answers. I do, too. We need an after show. We need an after show, guys. Absolutely. Anyways, and that's a wrap on season nine of Bachelor in Paradise. You didn't get much airtime these past couple seasons. I, I mean, episodes. I agree. I And it, what's frustrating is that, like, I was all over the wedding I was the ring bearer, for Christ's sake. I know. And then I was the host of that rave thing. I had to mm. do the whole thing, dancing, everything. Wouldn't know it. I know. I'm a little frustrated with the amount that they use me this season. I got to be honest with you. And 
it's a lot of time and a lot of work yeah. on a show that I'm not really on. And yeah. I've complained in the past, but this one really was like, what the fuck, guys? Mm-hmm. So anyways, we'll see what happens going forward. But that's it. VIP, yeah. good, bad, ugly? It was good. Yeah. Not- it wasn't my favorite season, but it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Who were your favorite cast members? You know, I actually ended up really liking Olivia. Yeah. She was very entertaining. Oh, the huge freaking twist in the montage there at the end. Brayden and Oh, Christina? I know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I could see that. By the way, I've known about that for a very long time. and I'm sure you have. I'm I sure couldn't tell have. anybody about it because it's know, very under wraps. But I did. I liked, I enjoyed Brayden much more on this season than on The yeah. Bachelorette. Um, and I was sad to see him go, but he fucked up by ditching Rachel. So like, you know, you made your bed, but, but yeah, I was like, oh my, when they showed that, I was like, holy shit, that, that totally makes so much sense. Like, totally. I bet they're great together. That was interesting. I could not believe that that, when he told me that I was like, what? Christina Mandrell? All right. Is that enough BIP, Bachelor? I think so. I think so too. Uh, do you have some fave things, bro? I'm a little low on the fave things, I gotta tell ya. Okay. Um, however, I did watch that new Netflix movie called May December. Okay. Have you seen that? No. <gasps> you haven't? No. There's such such little new television out. How have you not or not even television movie? Don't you love Natalie Portman? I do love Natalie Portman. I thought so. She's in this. I know. Um Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore. Yeah. Who I love. Like a newcomer male actor. I think he's been in like one other thing that's Oh, Charles Melton. Yeah. Hey. Well, uh he was in like Riverdale or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's been around for a little bit, but yeah. Twenty years after their notorious tabloid romance gripped the nation, a married couple buckles under pressure when an actress arrives to do research for a film about their past. May, December. Okay, that does sound really good. So when I first started watching it, I was a little confused in mm-hmm. the first few minutes. Um, so I had to like pause, go read the synopsis so I knew what I was watching because I, I just cold turkey, like hit play, you know? Yeah. So it's fascinating. It's about this couple. The woman is much older. Um, she meets him when he is in seventh grade and she is 36. Is this like a Mary Kay Letourneau thing? Is that loosely based on her, but like so loosely that they can say it's really not about her. But I definitely like, I think they are owning up to the fact that she was the inspiration for the story. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, it's very fiction, you know, but just based on that. And so, it's it like is it's like an uncomfy watch, you know. It's like such a good movie, but like you're you're so uncomfortable because you're like, in what world does a thirty six year old have a sexual attraction to a seventh grader? Yeah, well, and not only that, follow through with it and do something about it, and then the seventh grader ends up marrying her and having kids with her, and then he's like thirty five and has kids graduating high school. And she's like, what, 65? And Yeah. Who plays the actress? Natalie Portman, of course. Oh. So basically, like, this movie opens with her arriving at their home, and she is there to basically study Julianne Moore's character because yeah. she's about to play her in a movie. And it's got, like, a little bit of that black swan, you know, vibe, like mm-hmm. that dark uh, kind of creepy vibe but you know it's very it's a very natalie portman film but it's great i loved it even though it made me very very uncomfortable love that for us yeah highly recommend 10 out of 10 all right i have a funny story oh so you've watched nothing i've I've been in mexico cool cool cool, at a wedding good 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 god but i have a great story so okay sarah and i get a uber to take us to uh the airport Mm -hmm. and I tell you what, when I it was it was the one of the nicest cars I'd ever been in. Like it was, and it wasn't like a fancy car; it was like a Toyota. But this guy took immaculate care of this car, like multiple like rugs that like weren't even from the car down to like keep it keep it clean, and like well, so many air fresheners. And he had like three of those like tree things that hold your phone up. He had like this guy had was in his control center, right? Okay, and. Car smelled good. 
he really was taking good care of the car. And I was really, I, I even said, I was like, no, what kind of car is this? And he goes, oh, it's a Toyota. And I was like, oh, is it a hybrid? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, man, you take really good care of this. Good for you. Anyways, and that's not really a part of the story other than like, I was just like, wow, this is a very clean car. Okay. So, so we're, you know, we're on the 405 trying to get to LAX. And of course we're in traffic and he, we're not listening to any music. And Sarah and I are just chit-chatting. But you know how when you're in the back of an Uber, you can see what's on like the screen. And a lot of times you're looking at like what their phone is saying and how long it's going to take you and whatever. Okay. And so I'm looking at his screen and it's something that's been paused and like he's not playing any music. And in my mind, I'm like, maybe it's time for him to play me some music. You know, like maybe it's time. Sarah and I are done talking. And I see on the screen just what I can see because I'm in the right on the right side, like the passenger side in the back. And it says Sri Lankan big ass schoolgirl. And I'm like, oh, my God. What? And, and this guy is, you know, he's Indian or something, you know. I don't really know exactly what he was, but he's a foreigner. And I'm, like, looking at this, and I'm like, oh, I, I want to listen to a song called Sri Lankan Big Ass Schoolgirl. Like, this sounds hilarious. You do? Yeah, like, I, like I, in my mind, I'm, I'm assuming this is, like, Indian rap song that I've never heard okay. of. And I'm like, fuck, I want to hear this. So I okay. turned to him and I, and you know, like, I don't know, it might be like their version of like Eminem or something. I don't know. Sure. And so I say, I go, Hey man, we should play some music. And, and then I say, I tell you what I want to hear. I want to hear Sri Lankan big ass schoolgirl. And then no, I, didn't and, that. and then I, and I'm laughing. I'm like, that sounds like an awesome song. Then I lean over and I see the rest of the text, which is Sri Lankan big ass schoolgirl gets fucked in something. And it was at that moment that I realized that he had been watching porn and that was the name of the video. <laughs> no. It was a song. No. I thought it was a song and it was the porn he was watching. And he was whacking it in his car before he got us, I assume. And you know, he, it was such a it was such a clean car, and now I know why because he has not to clean anymore. up the jizz. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> what was his response? You requesting to hit play oh, was, on that? It was like I caught him fucking stealing cookies out of the cookie jar. Dude, oh, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. And Sarah and I were just like, ah, oh, we start like dying. Or Sarah's like trying to hold back in laugh, but laughter, but she cannot. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's so great. That's so fucking great. Uh, oh, my gosh. Anyways. Uh, wow. I know. I would have laughed, but also I would have been like, Can, I need I need to get out of the car. Yeah, but you weren't like alone, 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 a single woman in the car. Like, I was. No, you know. no. Yeah. Uh, he was a very nice, like, older gentleman. Uh, mm, I'm sure he was. Hey, everyone wax it. Okay. In the car? I mean, no. Wells, do you whack in the car on the regular? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm concerned. Dude, I do not whack it on the car on the regular. But I have been on some long road trips, all right? And sometimes <laughs> You can't even make it through a road trip without doing that? Have you ever driven across the country, lady? Yeah, I have, and I didn't stop to do that at all. No? No. No diddling? The bean? Not in the car. Mm -mm. Yeah. Oh. No. Have you ever had no. sex in a car? Yes. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's hard to do, you know, logistically yeah. speaking. It is. I knew a guy that used to go, that used to whack it in the airplane, which I thought was funny. Oh, God. I know. But I guess when you gotta, when you gotta whack it, you gotta whack it, all right? That's, no, you just wait until, no. until you're home. Sometimes you can't get the thought of Sri Lankan big-ass schoolgirl fucks out of your head, you know? How do we have any listeners? <laughs> No. I think the show's amazing. <laughs> That's when you go. <laughs> and there we go. We brought it all the way back to center, boys and girls. That's how you do comedy. You know, I'm still watching The Crown. Mm, you digging? I'm on season five, about halfway through season five. Okay. I don't like season five as much. Why not? They did. They basically swapped all the actors between four and five, okay. um, because you know they're older, so they that's what they yeah. do. I guess the show, um, and I'm having a hard time. It's it's not to say that these these new actors aren't 
phenomenal because they are, but I'm just having a hard time correlating this version of the character with the one I saw in season four. Got it. I don't know what, especially specifically the queen. I don't know why, but her demeanor is just so different. In season four, she was very like telling him how it is and boss lady and very not, not aggressive, but um, just, I don't know, much more intentional and much more like tougher, a bit tougher of a person, I guess. And Mm. this version of her in season five is just very different. So I'm just having a hard time like correlating that with the, with the queen that I just watched for a whole season. Um, So I'm curious to see once I get to the next season, like if I still feel that way or whatnot. Um, I'm also, I really did love the Charles and Diana uh, aspect relationship, obviously. Um, That's why I started watching the shows because I wanted to get to that part. So you don't see as much of Diana in season five. You do see a lot of Charles and he too. I'm having a hard time correlating this version of him with the younger version. I just don't know. Like, it's just hard for me to do that. Okay. Yeah. That's my only complaint so far, but I'm going to carry on. I'm going to keep watching. Carry on. Yeah. Carry on. I was kind of digging on this. Are you a Billy Strings guy at all? No, not really. Should I be? Yeah, I think I think you'd like. I mean, he's a, a really, really good guitar player, but he's so good that obviously he's like a bluegrass guy. More bluegrass than really is like country or like Americana. But he's starting to like transcend kind of all just like roots, Americana, country, bluegrass. And he's got a song for the Hunger Games new movie. Oh, okay. Cab- it's a cabin song. So you want to just want to go out on that? Sure. I love Billy Strings. Like, if nothing else, like, you should listen to him because his freaking guitar skills are ridiculous. I love that. Uh, what do you got going on? It's Friday. I am en route to Las Vegas. Nice. I'm playing Vegas on Saturday night. Fun. Come party. It's NFR. It's Cowboy Christmas in Las Vegas this weekend. Mm-hmm. I really hope Santa brings me a cowboy for Christmas. You That'd know, be nice. He yeah. has a little big red bow on him and just, you know, yeah. send him my way. That'd be great. That'd be nice. I'm coming home because my mother is coming to visit me. Nice. Mm, is it? <laughs> yeah. Your mom's great. <laughs> no, it is. She hasn't been here in, actually in like a couple years, I want to say. It's been a really long time mm-hmm. um, since she's coming to visit. So it should be great. Dom is coming with her, mm. believe it or not. So I'm hoping they entertain each other. You know, my only complaint when my mom is here, I love her very much, but she's constantly, what are you doing? What are you doing? Want to yeah. go shopping? Want to do this? Want to do that? I'm like. Things to do, mom. She's ADD. Very. And needs activities. So maybe she and Dom, you know, will entertain each other a bit. But it'll be nice to have them here. Nice. I decorated the house for Christmas. It's Christmas vibes. We love that. It's giving Christmas. It's giving Christmas. It's giving Christmas. One of my least favorite things is the term it's giving. Everything's giving. It's giving. It's it's giving. Mm. It's giving. Shut up. Just stop saying that shit. All right? it's, It's giving. It's it's giving. Yeah. It's giving season. Um, What are you up to? Nothing. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I'm finally, I'm like home for a little bit and I just want to not fucking go anywhere. So yeah, fair. Uh, we're going with the kiddo with my brother's son to uh, see Santa this weekend. I'm excited about that. Our good friend Arden's having her big uh, birthday party. We're going to that. Sounds fun. And uh, that's about it. So chilling like cool. a villain. We got to decide what we're going to do with the show. If it's going to go back to uh, Wednesdays oh, yeah. or go to Fridays. And Maybe we should ask the wife tears to tell us. Yeah, let's do a poll and see what you guys want us to do. That's what we'll do. We'll do it on yeah. Instagram. Perfect. Uh, follow us at YFT Podcast on Instagram, please. And we'll be back and again. YouTube. Huh? And YouTube. And Oh, yeah. Please go subscribe and watch everything on YouTube. Or else we're not mm-hmm. going to do it any longer. That's right. That's right. All right, YFTs. We love you. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Oh, you didn't get to hear it. Do you hear any of it? (laughs) This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.